Oh god. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. I refuse to drink that shit. Designed by a bunch of retarded epileptic monkeys. <laughs> with ADD. I, I exist out on the stage out where I can be an outlaw. I, I took several civil service exams and did not see one for outlaws. Hey, you if, know I, if I give you this, the podcast is dying and start making out. Welcome everyone to another episode of Chainsaw Buffet. Everybody feeling pretty good? Um, before we start off, so like last time I started with a rock, rant, a rock band, and I figured, you know, why not just start off with a rant and then get to the caffeine? Okay. Okay, you know, kind of, kind of um, an hors d'oeuvre, uh, uh, you know. Um, so gas prices, anybody want to take that one right there? No one has a complaint on gas prices. They went up by a buck today. I'm not today. complaining about the prices so much as the idiots who are in line driving this up and making me think, hey, I've traveled back in time to 1973. That is, you know, something I was wondering is how it's, much of this is real and how much of this is just... None. Idiots. None of it is real. I'm just being herded because like they cattle. Get, the thing is, people think, okay, I've got... Uh, okay, this gas station gets in, get, must get in gas every day. Because their price changes every day. And the truth is, they get a truck in once a week. Exactly. And the demand changes the price. And we have 50 dozen idiots and have to wait in line for three hours, and it drives the price up. Well, that's just it. I mean, it's like the whole panic thing. It's like, snow falls, oh my god, go get milk. Milk and bread! Milk and bread! Milk and bread! It's like, suddenly, all the cows are about to kill over. At least their snow fell. (laughs) You know? I mean, this is... (laughs) Don't worry about. Don't look at the prices. This is what they said, basically. Don't worry. Don't worry about the prices. Don't worry. No, there's not a short. Don't worry. Don't go. Don't go. And then all of a sudden, everybody freaking went. And Wait, they, they like, actually said there wasn't a shortage. Yes, there's articles on oh. WBIR and and such and quotes from Pilot going. Wait, there's yeah, no problem. It's all over the place saying we still have plenty of supplies. The shortage, such as it is going to be, whatever it's going to be, is not going to kick in for a while because the supplies are still in the pipeline. True. And right now we are at a low point in terms of the supplies because they're switching from the summer blend to winter blend or whatever they call it, and they have to basically sell off all their stock because they can't mix it in the tanks. Well, so there's actually a summer blend and a winter blend? Yeah, because it burns differently depending on the temperature, and they want something that burns the most efficiently and cleanly uh, for a certain season. And so they have winter blend and summer blend. It's a little more prominent that they do this in... California and places where they have to deal with air pollution a lot more. Now, around here, it happens to us, and we notice in the fall and spring, whenever they change over, the price kind of spikes a bit. But But this is making it worse. Well, like at Walmart, whenever uh, they go from summer clothes to winter clothes, you know, the summer clothes are like dirt cheap, $2 for a pair of pants. That's what we should have here. You know, if you're going from summer gas to winter gas, (laughs) it should be like 50 cents a gallon. Half off it's the summer different gas. because there's very little of it. They're trying to get rid of it. And this hurricane is... It, it's going to be absolutely nothing, I think. I, I don't think it's going to be that bad. Um, my fiance's brother lives in... Around Houston. I can't remember the name of the town. And his biggest concern was... He was pissed because he got sent home from work and had work to do that he had to have done. Wow. Well, he's an engineer. Type A personality. <laughs> Quite the opposite of us, you know, slacker liberal arts types. So, Nathan, once again, was the man of the caffeine um, and picked some of uh, Chad. Chad's protesting over here with a Red Bull, um, totally going mainstream. You, you guys can sample that. I've had enough. Um, Where did you get there, Nathan? Dylan. Dylan. <laughs> we need to tell people apart. How long are you gonna? Let How can we on? trust this man with our podcast? He can't even tell us apart. Next thing you know, he's gonna be calling me Crystal. Shut up, Crystal. Shut up, Dorothy. <laughs> okay. Anyway, I have purchased for our tasting pleasure Steven Seagal's lightning bolt. And two delicious. Is it seriously, Steven Seagal. It is seriously. Yes. There is a picture of the man himself on the can. Oh wow! It could be worse. It could be Dolph Lundgren. Yeah. Now, now it's notice nasty. it's not just a picture of Steven Seagal. It's like this sort of faded, awesome, old timey looking Steven wait, Seagal. Wait, wait, looking. I think that's awesome. limitations. Wait, wait, when was Steven Seagal ever awesome? I, I think that's no. The been style on the shelf 
for a while. Yeah, we actually tried these before, and John was going to call the um, the uh, quality. He did, you call know, the quality line, and the it quality, was disconnected. It was disconnected. <laughs> so it was either that terrible or that old. So this is this is literally then pussy in a can. That's what this is. Because I don't think Steven Seagal, for me, has ever been an action star I've cared well, about. Steven Seagal is kind of like the poor man's Jean-Claude Van Damme. Jean-Claude <laughs> <laughs> Van Damme is the poor man's Arnold Schwarzenegger. So, really, it's three steps removed from anything resembling an action star or a governor of California. So, anyway, we have the Asian experience and the... Well, give uh, me the quote. Give me the quote. What's the quote on the The Asian camera? experience had better be wearing a sailor suit. <laughs> No, I'm not sure what that means in terms of flavor. The quote is a natural energy drink packed with vitamins and exotic botanicals. Now, exotic aside, botanicals. I seem to remember that yes, it tasted like ass, but slightly less like ass than the cherry stuff. So the question is, is what part of Steven Seagal is canned in this? Uh, let's not even get uh, Let's just think about that as we go through. Let's have Here's a hint. Some he doesn't juice. have one Crack anymore. It it's why we haven't seen him in the movies. <laughs> they ran out of Steven Seagal <laughs> and had to stop. Now they're on the Hulk, the Hulk I think. No, oh, Hulk Hogan. Yeah, Hulk Hogan or Hollywood Hogan or whatever the hell name he's going by these days. You know, the um, best line I ever heard of Steven Seagal is that one, uh, some comedian said that at one point in his life, this was Stevie Siegel getting his ass kicked on the playground. That's true, because otherwise, why else would he go on to make such cinematic marvels as... Are you sure you don't want to give us a live sampling? Give us a live hell sampling. no! Come on, Hell man. no. Hell no. This is a live edition of Will Dylan Eat It. Well, uh, do we need like a uh, stunt taster here? Believe me, I have had more than enough of Steven Seagal's come urine in a can. Come closer to a mic so we can get you on, Cicely. All right, uh, here we go. I've had this is the, odor. Right, well, this the odor is... Um, I tried it before. <laughs> kind of pissberry. That's what I would call the odor. Sorry, I'm shutting down my computer here. Like old apple juice is what it smells like. Now I have the awesome background music as we're we drinking. Do. We officially have sound effects on the podcast. Awesome! Now. Woo! Well, I have to say that felt. If you like, wanted that, I would have left the computer. That on. tasted yeah. like carbonated apple juice. Why not say everything tastes like apple juice? Is what I want to know. Because everything because like apple, apple juice. juice is used as a basis for everything. It's either all these fruit drinks and everything. It's either apple or pear. Wow! In so it, because it's a neutral kind of fruity flavored base that doesn't. So you're saying the secret sauce is like apple juice for all energy drinks. Most apple and pear. That's nice. The question is, what, I mean, this is the Asian experience. That's the flavor name. What? What is it's, the Asian in it? It's a little sweet. I don't know! Does it have martial arts powers? It's a little sweet. No. It's got the fruity, it's kind the of apple. Got a light does, does, does it wear a sailor too. suit? Sailor suit. I'm not so are we ready for, for round two yet? Believe me, <clears throat> no one can prepare you. Nothing can prepare you for the, the cherry the charge. cherries and dirty ass. Uh, so <laughs> I'd say the Asian experience was just sweet. Yeah, it was sweet. It Believe really, me, cherries and dirty ass. Maybe that's ass. the Asian experience. It's overall bland, and in about 30 minutes we're going to want something else to drink. Another we'll Asian again, Except... Well, anything except for the, uh, the cherry. Well, it definitely has a cherry smell. Generally, yeah. cherries are just fail with drink. I've never had a good cherry drink. Yeah, cherry no, Coke. There is no good cherry ass. drink. Well, no, see, that's, I mean, especially when you go to Sonic and you get the cherry syrup cherry Coke. Well, I guess I should say some things make it through because I do, I do like cherry Coke, but most non-Coke-line cherry stuff is fail. This is okay. This is like pretty they, bland as well. They took uh, the other <clears throat> flavor and then they poured maraschino juice in it. That's that's pretty good, boy. Ugh. It definitely tastes like Sitting here happily drinking my Red Bull. That is horribly nasty. It is kind of bland, it, it, it like good. Steven Seagal. Actually, because like I don't have enough flavor out of this to even... It's kind of like bad aftertaste. You, know, you get it down there and it's Gold like, pick, uh, get... and here it comes, and the aftertaste. Big swallows, not small ones. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, there it is. I, I saw you throw up a little bit in your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> oh. 
You know what? That's going to sit there. Well, um, I, It's going to be there for a while in your mouth. <laughs> yeah, well, I got something to take care of that. So I got a little special drink for the podcast. Um, special order. Oh, man. Uh, I don't know. I have exactly what you need to replenish the after a long fight. Nice. You need mana. I have actual sparkly. mana. It's like it's sparkly fluid. By the way, I think um, it's, it's not on the package, but it was on the site that one of these is like two energy drinks and it's, four coffees. It's equivalent to and four coffees or yes. four coffees. It's or and or it, or. Oh, I, I hope so. This when I, was I don't want but to Dylan bought a few of these as props for his costume for Dragon Con, and I looked at it and I thought, this is the most. Awesome container ever created. Woo! So we'll finally know what mana uh, actually tastes like. Check out that smell. I fully expect my heart will explode. Well, crack it and smell oh. it first thing. Now, there's one site that we posted wow. that, that, That's, that um, we had. Dish soap. <laughs> That's what that smells like. Yeah, it actually. I think the only way you can do this. I think the only way you can do this is to chug. It's got kind of a. The aftertaste kind of smells like power bars. I'm the. Um, I mean that kind of gritty, kind of. You know how you get that gritty taste in your mouth when is you're eating a power bar. Thick? Yeah, it, it really. Oh, it looks like um, it looks like that that bubble juice when you have like the bubbles. You know where you can blow bubbles and everything. So that sort of thick. Okay, Dylan <laughs> as a mage is dead now. Yeah, <laughs> he's still not managed to get his mana open. Neither the entire have. team is dying. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking heal, Dylan! Come on, heal, monkey, <laughs> heal. I can't get moron. You can't open the flask. I can't either. <laughs> Damn clerics. What the hell? <clears throat> okay, in fantasy, they don't care about protective plastic crap. No one, no one, you know. Oh my I think you would be wrong. Considering what the manufacturing standards are like, I would damn well have plastic on my magic potions. So I bought these from ThinkGeek. Sure. And I got these at the same time that I had acquired enough ThinkGeek points to get the green laser pointer. Ha! I win. I need to get one of those. <laughs> which is 7,000 ThinkGeek points, which may give you a yes. little indication as to you how many times... Lot. You order a shitload of stuff off of there. <laughs> yeah. Are you ready, guys? Everybody cute. ready? I think we're ready. Let's let me punish the mana. Oh, God. Oh! Oh! <laughs> oh. That's oh, a, oh yeah. I know what now why the mage is the first to die. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not fucking having oh. more mana. I'm scared that I just drank two energy drinks in a single gulp. Oh, yeah. It bubbled yeah. up the wine like soap. It, it gave her chills. Is your hand shaking? <laughs> a little bit. Wow. Oh, oh we, just, we just had the equivalent of half an energy drink. Oh. Maybe no, two. Of two, in your two energy drinks no, no. or four cups of coffee. Two is the. Oh. Let me describe the, the 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 look on my face afterwards. And I wish we had a camera because my tongue is hanging out, and I can feel the saliva dripping off, trying desperately to get rid of the taste of this shit. His tongue <laughs> is in protest. Oh, I um. I just I hope get that, that shit out of my mouth. I hope I live through this podcast. Uh, you know what, truckers don't. Oh, don't worry. Truckers just to... pop a pill, man. Just a pill of no dose. We need to look up. There, there was a site we had, and I think it may make a good real time thing to do. Look up how much caffeine it takes to kill you. Now, hypothetically, I, I do know that it is not possible to do it with coffee because the amount of caffeine it would take to kill you. You would urinate before that. You would have to urinate before these you could get that much in your mana system. energy potions. They were listed, and I it was. I don't think a human could down two of these things in a row. <laughs> it would it would be physically impossible. I would like to prove you wrong, but I'm not going to sleep tonight because I had a frappuccino before I got here, and the Red Bull and the Mountain Dew. Well, and we talk- do we need to call a doctor? <laughs> Wait and see. Give me about. We talked a, a little bit after the last podcast, and you mentioned earlier about like uh, making this a will deal and eat it, or maybe not doing the energy. But you're missing the point of the energy is to get through the damn podcast because literally, like by the time we do these things, seven o'clock, you know, eight o'clock rolls around. I'm like half tempted to pick up the phone. And go, you know what? Gosh, fuck it. I'm not. I'm sitting on the couch. It's the end of the week. I don't want to do anything. That's you know? true. 
But then we do these podcasts, and we do the podcast, and we talk like two hours, two and a half hours after the last podcast. See, we should do a post podcast podcast because that's really where our best content is. Is when the crack cameras go off. Exactly. Trashy, girly online manga. Oh, so all right, Chad. Sorry, I'm trying to bring up the side of the. Death. Death by caffeine. Death by caffeine. Doing some, doing some online research here. Doing some wikiing, some googling. Turn on. Gotta get the mouse up. Um, Go ahead. So, and Chad, talk. gamer, I assume. Uh, old-fashioned paper and dice kind. I'm not the. I don't really play a lot of video games. The sad thing is, uh, the most, the 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 most fun that I've had playing <laughs> video games is when I discovered there was a, an emulator for the NES for Pocket PC. You know, you can oh, nice! Sit there on a handheld playing twenty-year-old video games. Well, I'll I'll go to Nathan because this segues into some other stories I got. So, what what game have you been playing lately, there, Nathan? What's been your game lately? Oh man, uh, the biggie that I picked up the other day was Spore, and uh, you know it's kind of funny because I kind of completely ignored anything to do with Spore. You know, I heard about it, so people are excited about it, and almost on a whim, I just kind of picked it up. We we I saw a poster for it, and I was you like, the um, Creator's Edition or whatever, or do you no, get the regular? I didn't get like the. They had like the the freaking Galactic Edition, which was like seventy five bucks. Yeah, and I got I would have gotten a really awesome T shirt that wouldn't have fit me anyway, because you know when they give gamers T shirt, you know it's size S or S minus or something. You know, make a good handkerchief <laughs> instead of size G, which is double XL. Yeah, <laughs> that's actually, what I preferred. Well, we can answer that because actually I was in Best Buy. And I, I was like, you know what, screw it. I get a t-shirt and I pre-order Rock Band, which comes out, you know, uh, this, this podcast is on a Friday and it comes out Sunday. So um, now when it gets released, who the hell knows. Um, but yeah, I was like, there's no size on this thing of what size this t-shirt is. Did you, was that the, uh, the one size set or was that just the game? Um, your option. There's two barcodes at the end and, and it's like you could get like the set or just the game. And I'm like, I just need the game. I think the game comes out Sunday. But yeah, the game does count. But uh, Sunday, I'm, I'm tempted to do that, you're just tempted. so I can get that shirt. You're, you're tempted to get the set because uh, no, just broke the game. Your pedal. Nah, I'm gonna get a replacement. Well, they do have that $300 drum set coming. I mean, you could replace it with that. What? I don't want to wait. So anyway, how are you liking Spore, Nathan? What's is that? Man, the game is awesome. I, I can't even describe how awesome it is. But I mean, the basic concept, which I guess everyone almost knows, but is basically like this: extra large. Huh? Wow. So, uh, Nathan, do you want it? Uh, if you're giving it away? Because that's a night <laughs> yeah. shirt. I would never wear that out. I wear a medium. I can't argue with that. But uh, anyway, so the game Spore is... I can't really explain... Like, you really have to get into it. But basically, it's like this. You get in the game, and you are this organism. And your goal is to survive. In a world with all these other organisms. And the way you do it is you either kill off or befriend other organisms. And as you do, you learn stuff about them. So if you kill this guy that has like this awesome genetic trait, you can actually learn the genetic trait, build it onto you, and slowly build your creature. But the crazy thing is, is you have like different paths. You can be an herbivore, an omnivore, a carnivore, things like that as you slowly build up your creature. And, um, as you do so, you like start making a genetic timeline of your creature, and so you're building all these attributes together, and you're like killing off other things and building your tribes and your collections. It's just a really freaking fun game. So it sounds kind of like Black and White meets the Zerg from Starcraft. Well, it's the same dude as Black and White, isn't it? Yeah. It's no, so, it's I, Will Wright. Oh wait, he's doing Fable. Yes. Okay. Oh, okay, Will yeah. Wright. This is Sim City dude, who did have like Sim Earth, where he did try to go. A little bit and big on this one. Before, there weren't too, some yeah. of the Sim people in on this one? On Spore? I'm pretty sure that some no of the Sim team was there. Well, Will Wright is like the Sim dude. You, oh, know yeah. he, you know how he created Sim City? You know how he got the idea for Sim City? Do you ever play, and, and you mentioned NES games, do you ever play Raid on Bungling Bay? Raid on Bungling Bay was this piece of crap game that you, you could fly, it, it wasn't a scroller, you could fly any direction you wanted, but it was top down. And you would just fly over and, and have to find some cities and bomb the cities, and then fly back, and then get some more bombs, and fly over, and shoot something else. Uh, boring is all get out. I mean, there wasn't a whole lot to the game. It was dull. Will Wright did that game, and had more fun with the map builder that built the, the lands that you would blow up, than actually playing the damn game. 
Huh. And that map builder became SimCity 1.0 because then he just polished it up and made that into a game, realizing it was more fun to build the city than than to do that. See so that. Spore um, has, as you were talking about like this, pissed off some of the nice religious creationisms. Yeah. Creationists. There, there is a website, Antispore. I think that's the URL, antispore.com. That, that is legit. Yeah, is it really? I heard a lot of things about it not being legit, the, but... the game's depiction of evolution is so scientifically accurate. Yes. <laughs> well, most... Honestly, most people like that don't completely understand the scientific... Yeah, mo- most... Uh, admittedly, concepts. most Fundawackos have a pretty loose grasp on reality. Well, no, no. 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 Pretty loose grasp on what evolution is. And so they see this as a uh, subversion. hints. No, the, the funny thing is, is that I don't understand how they can be too upset about it because, you know, one of the biggest things, well, you could, there's different ways of looking at evolution. Uh, I don't think anyone can really deny that things adapt and change and get for the better. Um, it's usually the timeline issue that everyone gets into, you know, the, the earth is only so old. Um, and Not necessarily. There are young earth and old earth creations. And, yes. and apparently you've never heard of the people who argue irreductible uh, complexity, if I remember. Irreductible complexity, yes. That is there true. are people who argue that, that things don't change because there's no way that this kind of stuff could spring into place fully formed. So, not realizing, okay... Evolution, you, you, you have like, okay, these parts came from these parts. Like, we trace these back. Like, like humans to apes, okay? Um, I believe, if I get these numbers right, that, you know, the apes have like uh, 23, 24 chromosomes and we have 23 or something. Like, we lack one. Yeah. And... Chromosomes on the end, right? They have little funky ends on the ends of a chromosome. Well, when they finally are starting to like dig down the DNA, they go, holy crap, we have a chromosome that's got two ends fused together. Like, there's where the other one went, you know? And then they've got another piece of the puzzle, and they can, you know, trace it back, things like that. And the, the irreductible, irreducible complexity, or whatever they are, is they try to argue it's science, okay? They try to say that this is a science, and they have an example of this crazy ass little bacteria. This little bacteria has a frickin' outboard motor on it. Okay, like I mean, if you took like an outboard motor oh, off of a, a, a jet ski or a boat or something like that, you know, it's got a little propeller, it spins behind it, that shoots it through there. It's got gears. Huh. The thing has like gear ratios going on. It's like the energy it spins to turn. You know, it, it gets some everything. And they're like, you just can't break that down. It's just not possible. You just don't find the components of an engine in bacteria. And so like this one proves that God exists because it's too complex to come anywhere. But, um, and all this, by the way, is on like some awesome <clears throat> PBS special called, um, uh, it's all about the, the trial that they had in Kansas. Oh, know? yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, the the recent one, not the the original Scopes monkey trial thing, but that is in our state, which I'm sad to say, <laughs> yeah, is not the finest moment of Tennessee. Well, these guys whip out like, no, no. Here's this other bacteria that infects and invades with this spike tentacle thing. So like, it breaks into other bacteria and, and lives as a parasite, and it uses the spike to bust in and get inside there. Well, if you zoom in on this sucker under a microscope. The spike is the spinning part of the outboard motor, and here are the gears, but they're not used as gears, they're used as propellants in other places, and it's like, yeah. So, like, this bacteria somehow evolved to this one that has the outboard motor, here's all the parts. And every time they've come up with something, like, they go, no. Uh, it's funny, because in the one in Kansas recently, the judge's comment was something like, you know, my god, that was a hell of a biology class. Because the creationists came on first and kind of saved their case, and then the scientists came to rebut. And when the scientists came to rebut, and you watch it, it's overwhelming. And then the other question becomes, how come I didn't know this? Because I didn't go to school in, you know, the time of all of this crazy, you know, creationism, keep this out of the school. And that's where they say that, no, they've been quite successful keeping a lot of this stuff out. And it's not taught. And... You know, um, it, it's crazy. So I just thought it was funny, though, that they get upset at Spore, you know, of all things, of a freaking game. Yeah, uh, like I, like well, I said, I, I imagine they... That's not the first time that has happened. It's not. They've done the same thing, I mean, supposedly. I think people had the same argument about Pokemon to some extent. I mean, it's it's not the idea that it's promoting scientific yeah, it, evolution. It's, 
It's, it's this, the idea of evolution, period. They don't want anything to do with it. Don't this talk idea about that it's it. yeah. that it's subversive yes. and by playing a game it's you know the term is corrupting the children or whatever. But no, I can like I can understand if I had a very hardcore belief like that about, you know, if I was very against evolution you know, simple things like games and things like that, especially like Pokemon's a good example. Yeah. It gets the terminology out there, it gets the concept in your head, it makes it really easy. So, I mean, in a way, I guess I could understand how you get upset about that if you really felt that way and you want to ensure that you instilled those values in your children. Well, yeah, like you were not driven by things like logic or reasoning or evidence. It's a, it's, it's, it's a matter of belief being overridden, overriding everything and ignoring all of these other things. And a lot of these Pokemon people... gets you to look at the obvious. Like you see the Pokemon, the kid sees the Pokemon's evolutions and then realizes that pattern is occurring all around them. You know, and they, they get the logic, they get the common sense, they just look around them. So yeah, you don't want them to play Pokemon. Are yeah. we ready to get back to the uh, death by caffeine? You got the oh, figures? Did you find it? All right. you got? Let's see. Let me enter in my weight. Mana Energy Potion. This is a fun little site called energyfiend.com. They have a thing called Death by Caffeine. It's a little widget that lets you calculate any... It has any given energy drink you can think of. And according to my weight, it would take 78.91 bottles of Mana Energy Potion to kill me. Holy crap. That's wow. actually not that many. There's what in a bottle? There's only... Little tiny, yes. Yeah, it's a very small bottle. That is bottle. one that you could theoretically drink yourself to death. Let me see. Red Bull. Now, how is there any sort of time limitation on this? This is in a short period of time. It doesn't really say how, you know, I would assume pretty immediately, one right after the other. Yeah. Which, Red Bull, it would take 157.83 cans of Red Bull to put you down. So that's pretty Twice much two cans of Red Bull. Pretty much the double, minute. yeah. Pretty much the double. So, Dylan, uh, no, it's, it's more than double, poison. let's see the, uh, Do they have Steven Seagal's energy drink is on the list. Hang on one second. Wow. They also had, uh, Old Glory energy drink. It was one I remember so seeing. Anybody get a conversion? Because it's 50 milliliters is all it's on here. Um, no. Conversion of what? <laughs> Wait a minute, I'll ask Google. Real units of measure? Google does all that cool crap now. 50 Actually, Steven Seagal's lightning bolt, I swear it was on here before. But it's 1.6 it, ounces. It's not. That's so one and a half ounces. Does it have another brand other than Steven Seagal's? Because it's not showing up in their list. Lightning Bolt? Let me. I, I looked under Lightning Bolt and it's not there. Contrast that, that 1.6 ounces to there's an eight eight and a half ounces in a Red Bull. Wow. So when so, they're saying drink 78 of these. Lot. I mean, you really got to factor well, in the fact that. They've there got are. an extensive list of caffeine energy drinks. Um, per serving, this is this is milligrams per serving, basically. Uh, for comparison, ordinary Coca-Cola, ordinary Coca-Cola has thirty-four point five milligrams of caffeine. By contrast, a Monster Energy drink has 160 per serving. Mountain Dew is at about 55. Red Bull is 80. And by contrast, Mana Energy Potion. Care to guess on a number? Uh, we're at least 160. 160. 160. Wow. To put this in perspective, yeah, no. there are there's, there's 12 ounces in a Coke. It's a 12 ounce Coke can. You would only need ten Coke cans worth of mana to kill, you. to kill yourself. Yes. Now Less the, than a twelve pack. It's looking at this. It's oh, per man. ounce. This explains why I can't be able to sit still this entire podcast. Milligrams per <laughs> ounce on the mana mana energy drink. It has for each ounce. The mana energy potion has one hundred and eighteen point fifty two milligrams of caffeine. Well, the, per ounce. Is there anything that talks to mana? How much weight did you put in? Per ounce? I don't know. I put my weight, which is about 185, which I'm actually lying a little bit. That's more what I hope to be. Okay, well, I actually weigh like a um, buck ten. Redline yeah. Power Rush is 140. 
So, so put in me. I'm a buck ten. Yeah. Let's, let's kill my with a mana potion to see how many it takes. Because I may not need ten cocaine. Mana. <laughs> I may need a six pack. <laughs> uh, let's that would be a hell of a way to go, this man. Is, <laughs> hyped up this on this mana. This is the mana. most morbid podcast ever. <laughs> So I'm curious how many forty six point ninety two bottles of mana energy potion. Only forty six. Forty seven. Forty seven. Forty seven. Round up. Forty six point ninety two. That extra. Which is six point two cans. So yes, a six pack. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm not. We've done so much conversion. Wow. Well, just extra weight, move on. I, I never thought the extra weight would actually save my life. <laughs> Oh, you know, about, I was going to mention on Spore too. Spore is not only pissed off the creationists, it's pissed off the gamers. Have you seen what they did on Amazon? The DRM stuff. Oh, oh yeah. Man. Like oh, Spore, man. So what's the DRM story in Spore? I'm not 100% understanding it. It's something like you can only install it twice or something? Yeah, so basically they have it set up to where you can only install Spore uh, up to three times. Once you do it, I want to say it's three times, maybe twice. Um, but once you do it that many times, then you have no more installations. You have to call them and get them to do it. But the thing that totally sucks is Spore is one of those games where you can, you'll can you epic play it. When you're done with it, you'll be done with it for quite a while, and you'll probably walk around back to it you know, a few years later. Oh, but what everyone's saying is that when you come back to this game, it's going to be freaking impossible to get it reactivated. It's like trying to get your Diablo 1 reactivated when you're going back because... You're really just buying it for a certain length of time instead of actually buying the game. Does it activate over the internet? has to activate over um, the internet and things like that. They do have some neat things that comes with it to where you can uh, make like uh, web tags and everything else of all I'm your sure sport creations. Up, it just I, I've seen the those signatures floating right around now. on various you know, like podcasts in 3D. People are moving voices around as we talk and stand up and move around. So, right now, so what people did in retaliation to this they bombarded. I'm looking at it right now. There are 2,200 reviews of Spore on Amazon with one star. They basically bombed the reviews and made it, you know, made sure it had one star, which I'm sure is getting a lot of people that hit the site and go, "Oh, really? One star? Spore must have overpromised and sucked." Well, it's kind of funny because it was like the, uh, you know, the fanboy thing for a while. Like, oh, Spore, you know, you, know, you yeah. saw a whole bunch of. Uh, you know, I saw a ton of people for. I comments. mean, like I said, th- there have been the signature banners that they've got of the various creatures and and all of that have been floating around since long before the game was released, and I've been seeing it all over various message boards. And I'm like, this game must be really awesome. And it's like, what the hell? It's not even out yet. I mean, I walk into Walmart and I see the and I see the damn banner, you know, by the door where they're advertising the new this week, and it's like sport. And I'm like. What the hell hasn't been out for months? I'm like, so what the hell have these people been advertising in their signature? So I think the only response that Amazon has done on this, if you ever clicked on, like, see all the reviews, you notice how you get that, like, most helpful positive and then yes. most helpful negative? So the one that they flag as most helpful positive is the guy giving it, like, four stars saying, like, hey, most of the one-star reviews here never played the game and they're protesting the DRM. You know, no, but that is still a click through. That is still you have to you know drill down into that. So, yep. well, Amazon does have that system where it says, "Was this review helpful?" So it's probably. By the way, EA came on. out and they're doing the same thing on Red Alert Three, and they said, "We have heard you. We are going to honor the gamer, and we raised the limit from three installs to five. You can thank us. You know, just just fire some email and tell us how much <laughs> you love us." Alright, we've got sound effects. Um, speaking, speaking of games here, um, you were older, so Nintendo went to a 50 plus expo for people 50 and over, like a senior citizen's expo. Nintendo crashed that. And they broke out, uh, Brain Age and like Wii Fit and Wii Bowling. Um, uh, now, I do happen to know some of the older crowd that are technically involved. You know, they, they do the Twitter. They, they can, they can Skype. You know, uh, they don't need a cell phone that has three buttons on it. If you guys remember that, that went around. There was a cell phone that oh, had yeah. three buttons for old people to use. You know, one call kids, two well, call help, and then. Not, not, not to. I, I mean, it, it is amusing, but there are some senior citizens at my 
church that actually do have that and, and actually do qualify qualify for it. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, there are many other people in the world who need it. <laughs> not just senior citizens. And, and so not just senior citizens. We are a senile society. So going back, so you're saying that they broke out those games, which are pretty much low-friction kind of games. Were they kind of insulted by it, or was it kind of cool, or how did that turn out? Well, most of the ones that I know that you know, I talk with, that stay in touch with, that are in fifty is not that old. First of all, yeah. to be saying like, "Oh yeah, no, you're you're know. you know we fit here," and you know that's I mean, that's what uh, that's the game that they're marketing to. You know, what I mean, a fifty year old could still would still be interested and intrigued by Spore or any of the other games probably coming out or anything like that. Um, the, if they were the already ones in there too, they probably wouldn't be at that conference though, because all of them just seem to be at that age level marketed to assuming that all senior citizens are invalids. One is the same, and they, they go that way. Um, I thought that was interesting. But it's actually an interesting question that it's not. I don't know if it's so much the age and like whether or not they have the ability to, but there's such a huge generation gap at that point. I mean, you know, fifty. The, the game, the gaming system when they were actually being introduced to games are so different. Like, for instance, my dad, he loves playing games, so I bring them over, but the, the disconnect is so large that, uh. And there's John! Woo! Hey, John! <laughs> uh, oh, hell, the disconnect between video game systems for me is old. And I'm in my 30s. A little older than most of y'all. And. I suck at video games. It's true. You do. <laughs> oh, you gotta get up here, John, so you get on the mic. I'm on it. All right. Um, I'm just messing with Chad, by the way. Good to see you. talking about the podcast I, I got, a, I got a correction from the last podcast, know. actually. The, the Dragon Con episode that we did. Yes. So, Texas Instruments, to Adam Savage's story about, you know, hey, they cracked oh, down. You found a correction, not you... Got a correction. Someone was actually contacting you. No, nobody listens to okay. this. So right. no, okay. nobody sent in a correction. But there, is, I have to make a correction, or at least pass on Adam Savage's correction now, because Texas Instruments got back up and said, "Oh, hey, what the fuck? We we didn't ever shut down. There was no big evil meeting. Didn't happen that way, you know, whatsoever." What and then that? Adam Savage has actually come back too and said. Um, oh wait, I actually wasn't in that particular conference call and may have mixed up some facts, so... We've they always been at war with Oceana. Yeah. <laughs> we always will be at war with Eurasia. We always have been at war with Eurasia. Um, don't mix up your uh, metaphors there, Dylan. Uh, I don't know. Because if we did have a crowd, they would know the reference. I know. Um, so... I don't. <laughs> 1984. Never read it. Never read it. Sad. Uh, I'm an English teacher who's never read 1984. Well, there's your problem right there. Any book that was decent was not covered in English. Uh, we read 1984 in English. Yeah, just not in my English class. But it just wasn't assigned. You just got it, bored. No, it was assigned. In, in, well, the other class. Our, we read instead, we did Animal Farm, which is another Orwellian classic. We had to read that one as well. And that one was very good. I, I've not had the opportunity to... Teach it, yeah. So the reason yeah, that, I mean, obviously Orwell is relevant here is like all of a sudden Adam, and there was a video, there was a video of him just Adam adamantly reaffirming this horrible story, and now he's like, oh, well, you know, I went there, man, I got my facts on. What they said it probably is what happened. It's like, make your own tinfoil hats, guys. You don't buy them, you have to make your own, okay? And preferably... Get your tinfoil from a reliable source. I, you never know. I feel pretty confident that that video was made under duress while uh, members from Texas Instrument had Adam Savage's family and loved ones at gunpoint behind the camera saying, I will effing end everyone you ever knew or loved unless you make this <laughs> statement right now. Read from the card. Don't act like you're reading. Act like you're talking. The you're on TV. I'll bust your myth. The only thing he didn't say was, and by the way, RFID is totally secure. Like, that's the only thing he could have added to go any <laughs> further being controlled by uh, Texas Instruments. Well, but officially, they didn't record, want it to be obvious that he was being controlled. <laughs> um, hey, new developments in food technology. There is a Tombstone Pizza vending machine. 
Thank God, my life is complete. Can I go and kill myself now? That is awesome. Please. Wow. I sent that to him. Oh, John, we've got your favorite drink here, by the way. Oh, uh, Steven Seagal's... Steven Seagal's uh, cherry-flavored asswipe. <laughs> it, it comes straight from the... Uh, straight from the ball sack. Steven Seagal. Oh, Seagal. Salute. Let's get his... We, I've, I've said we could probably I'll say it again. Uh, Steven Seagal, I'm coming to your house, and I will kill you for making this dream. <laughs> no, we determined actually. I that think he just tore down his name. We've determined that that is actually made from Steven Seagal, and they probably run out ran out of Steven Seagal since he is no more. Yeah, I think that's listed on the can under natural ingredients. And by the way, don't bother you? calling the service line on there; it's disconnected. I, yeah, I could not be more serious about this. Yep. We did well, mention re that. Read the number so in case anybody's actually listening to this. Oh, holy crap. All right. Call the number. Call and complain and say this tastes like Steven Seagal's dirty ass. Call 1-866-LTNG-BLT. Okay, hold on. Eight, uh, I'm, I'm getting out my cell phone. 866-LTNG. Put it on speakerphone. B-B-L-T. L. Put it on speaker if you would. Mm, BLT. You totally did yeah, not like set it on the table or something right in front of the mic there. Yeah, you'll need to really yeah, I, need, I need to figure out how to put this on speaker phone. Uh, let me. Oh, please do. Service requested is unavailable from your calling area. SBN 98. Nice. From my calling area. I'm Is using Verizon Wireless to call an 800 number. Can you hear me now, Steven Seagal? <laughs> I'm sorry, we do Speaking not of evolution, I got a photo. I'll thing. pass the laptop around evolution. a little bit. Evolution. Uh... The tool of Satan! The evolution. No, trying to throw us off from worship of the immortal robot Reagan! Are we talking about Sporgan? No. We no. started there. We started there, but we uh, got that. We're done. Uh, we're done with it. freaking crap. So this is a photo, um, all you guys see is it comes around here, it, it's kind of amazing. Of the cat shark? Of a... No, um, it must be the cat shark. Real Pikachu. I said that's that thing I was knew painted, it would right? Be, uh, <laughs> oh my god. It does look like some kind yeah, of weird genetic I, I knew experiment that eventually, of mouse. <laughs> I, I, do, I knew that eventually the Japanese would eventually breed one. I just didn't expect it quite so soon. I expected all of the kids who, you know, grew up playing Pokemon to become genetic engineers and uh, so, create one in the lab. So this might actually just be, you know, photoshopped, of course, or something. Please tell me it is, because, uh, uh, you know... But if it's not, I am totally getting one of these. If it's not, how is Pete in the Head in the globe it, it is only 900, 900 million U.S. dollars, I believe. Is that well, what? that's because they just threw up the only one on auction. You know, so that's actually, it was probably nine hundred million yen, which is like what fifty cents. Well, no, it actually had a larger yen amount. Yeah, yeah, no, that was that's converted. That's U.S. the auction. Um, okay, so like Bill Gates could have himself a Pikachu. I don't know why you're not getting it now, Bill. I don't Bill. Know, they, crap they, on the this. reason it's so expensive is they capture them when you order, so you get the the most healthy, freshest. You know, tell me the question tell is, is not actually a Pikachu though. Does it come that in is that own? is the what's the the first level like the Pika or the uh, Pichu? Pichu. This is only a Pichu. Um, I'm not seeing the tail. So tell me that it comes in a ball that you can attach to your belt. Because if it is, I'm sold. Pichu. <laughs> and that will be the end of your 900 million. It's the first time you chunk it at a bear. It's like chomp. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the end of it when you chunk it. Oh, animals don't like to be thrown hard against the ground, do they? <laughs> Or the first time you like throw it, it lands in a puddle and just shocks the shit out of itself. You know? <laughs> <laughs> just rising until it's like a smoking little charcoal sitting there. Yeah, but that'd be great to whip out like it, at the altars. Electric mice, I, I assume. At the office, bathing them is probably not a good idea. They, they, that really takes the gremlin rule to a new level. Like, do not get it wet. Don't feed it after midnight. Yeah. Wait, at the office? So wait, what happens if you feed a yeah, Pikachu at after midnight? D don't they frown on bringing... If somebody comes to your cube and is like, you need this now, you'd be like, Pikachu, I choose you. Fuck up, manager. Go. You know? <laughs> like, seriously, is the next manager going to get in line after that? No. I think you're going to get fired after that. 
What? I've got a Pikachu. <laughs> what <laughs> HR personnel is going to come to my desk and tell me to clean it out? Let's say security. <laughs> it works both ways because, you know, Pikachu has like the, the cute points thing going for it. So you can whip it out either way. So either char them or you have a cute off phrase and win them over. Whip it, whip out, it out a little yeah. too much. <laughs> You, for you my comfort. Yes. My, my you comfort level Pokemon. is... Pokemon are chosen. But you, you, don't store, you don't store Pokemon in your pants. You whip out... Because I have a Pokemon that you guys need to see. Your license. But, you whip uh, out... That's its own ball. Next topic. Next topic. You whip out a penis. <laughs> you don't really whip out... Does it have a special attack? It does have a special attack. Um, oh! oh. oh. <laughs> you know, it's a charge attack. It takes a few moves. It takes a few moves. And, and it's, it takes like half a turn. And you only get one per deck. Like, once you've yeah. used it, you're done. <laughs> the next will come the next time you get a new deck. Alright. Odd word you chose there, but continue. New deck? No. Oh. Uh, I have <laughs> been... Vilified. I have been verified and, and, and stood up here that Japan is coming out now and saying that, yeah, the Western games are more advanced than Japanese role-playing games. We suck. And this is coming from a Japanese game developer at Gamer Republic, the former producer at Capcom, Yokishi Okamoto. Um, I don't know any games off of his title. Uh, but he basically came out and said, uh, you know, during the NES era, we dominated, but you guys rock. We couldn't even catch up if we wanted to try. Quote, quote him... Basically, even if we thought about catching up with them now, they'd still be making process progress. So, he, you know, he's saying like, we, there's no way we could catch up to a GTA. What are, level. what are they talking about? I would, I would because, have to question the validity of that claim. But anyway, well, it's coming because, from a Japanese game developer, basically saying you get the text menus because we suck. Are they talking about game <laughs> mechanics? Are they talking about graphics technology? What are they talking about? Because I mean, one of the big separators matter, between what kind of games has this guy been producing relative to what the rest of Japan? Well, yeah, but well, marketing Japanese wise, well, marketing wise, <laughs> Japanese games in the NES era made seventy percent of the market, and now they are fifteen to twenty at tops. The market. Well, we're talking about two completely different styles of development. Though. Exactly. In the Western world, we have uh, Ubisoft, Activision, EA, who crank out you know sequels every nine months. Madden, so, I'm yeah, looking at you. We're talking EA about has sequels for slave labor cell, working like for them apart. in masses, being developed by hundreds of people. They run on these huge teams. plantations with overseers holding the whip over their developers. EA is the evil empire. They run Spore, basically. And that was just EA management training as a game. Basically, <laughs> And then you talk about Japan, where you have those small uh, in-house studios like um, Team Ninja or uh, Kojima Productions, where it's the same group of people. You know, they might have, you know, maybe 100, 200 people in the group, but they're all working on, like, one or two games. Mm -hmm. And then you have the really small developers like the Nippon Ichis, they make one game a year. Woo! That's, that's it. That's all they do. Thank you, guys. I love Nippon Ichi. Nippon Ichi is, uh, is they, the they live up to their name. But this actually brings up a good point. Like, what is the uh, what's the, the graphics engine that like eighty percent of the action games actually Unreal? use? Unreal Engine. Unreal. Yeah, yeah. is it the Unreal? It's actually another one besides Unreal that there's a Lithtech engine as well, which it doesn't have a game behind. And, and then a lot of engines, that's all the company does, is they make yeah. the engine. And, and then I there's a lot of middleware where they just... Yeah. Know. Which used to be the model, too. I mean, like, Quake would come out, but Quake would make more money licensing the Quake engine, and Unreal would make more money licensing their engine than actually do it. Which totally makes sense. There's no reason for you to build a 3D engine from scratch. Right, so I guess what I was getting at is, especially these game development companies are latching on to grabbing these engines and running with them versus some of these others that's actually doing the scratch stuff or the smaller ones, um, it definitely would make a huge difference in production time. Yeah, I can't think of, of a Japanese-developed game engine like, like the Unreal Engine that's, that's you know, being produced in Japan. If there, were, if there were, they may... Nobody's licensing the Final Fantasy text-based menu system? No, they're, they're oh. not. I mean, they're just building <laughs> uh, their own each uh, game, probably. But, you, but then there's Gal Games. you got a little Gal Games, right? But now, I, I don't no, know if you guys have seen the, um, the South Park episode... Where the Japanese men come to buy out the U.S. company, and they're totally like, you know, oh, you American, 
You have such big penis. We have small penis. You're so much better than us. You know? Um, which, what did that just... Don't worry. Okay. <laughs> it's the wizard tower from Warcraft 2. Um, it's you know, it, it totally strikes me as that like South Park episode. Like, he's not meaning this. He's just basically saying, like, oh, you American, such big penis, so powerful. We can't compete. Don't worry about us. Ignore us while we buy 70% of your country. You know? <laughs> Don't yeah. worry. Wasn't that the Arabs in the 80s? Yeah, we're, we're so multiculturally owned now but by anybody but U.S. companies. The, the fact that they may have better graphics technology or, or whatever is, is not necessarily... I'm still curious as to what the context is because a lot of really popular games have not necessarily been the most advanced... You know, graphics. I, I think a lot no. of it has to do with, you know, the advent of the first-person shooter. Uh, I yeah. mean, for, between first-person shooters and Madden, even people who aren't what, what you might call core gamers, they're, they're a step above what people are calling the casual gamer, but they're not the core gamer that, you know, they play all these other types of games. They, they stick to... You know, whatever version of Call of Duty or Halo is coming out this year, and whatever version of Madden's out this year, and that's about all they play. Uh, and, and they're really popular. They're doing very well. But, you know, the Japanese games, they tend to be towards that, what we call the hardcore gamer. You know, the, the fighting games that, you know, you've, you've played for the last 12 years, so you know how they work. And if you just were to walk into one, you'd be like, what the crap is this? You know, I can't do anything. Where, where are they getting all this bullcrap stuff from? That would be me. So, before uh, the podcast started a little bit, we were talking um, a little bit about um, just some politic junk going on and mentioning that, uh, I, f I forget the name, and I, don't, I didn't save the article, obviously, of the game developer who called Sarah Palin a MILF, and, you know, <laughs> which is kind of funny. I, I've, heard it, I've heard it as the PILF. The PILF? The PILF. The pill. P I L F. And then I'd mention too that, and I didn't know this. This isn't news, but there's an Ann Coulter doll that you can push her butt, her her tummy, or something like that, and she utters Ann Coulter phrases. Um, um, here's the more important thing where you're dealing with Ann Coulter. Can you take the batteries out so she will shut the, the fuck, fuck up? up. <laughs> Have you seen the Henry Rollins yes, letter yes. to Ann Coulter? And Anybody I, I, listening I can... to this, search right now on YouTube for the Ann Coulter Henry Rollins letter and shut the fuck up. And I can say. I have been saying that to her for years. So in that vein, I've got another photo to pass around. Great podcast material. I recommend get a bunch of photos for your podcast to talk about that people can't we see. We can like post these on the. We should have like page. little links, like in the in the professional produced podcasts. They usually go like if you go to tinyurl slash qwj or whatever, you know, you can see what we're looking at right now, so people can follow we along. We should do an online uh, this is actually book. at. HeroBuilders.com slash 08.htm. Uh, HeroBuilders.com slash 08.htm. This is the Sarah Palin action figure available in your regular pantsuit, your hot Catholic school board uniform, Woo! and some kind of matrixy underworld type leather trench coat garb. Woo! How can you go wrong with that as a vice president? But, but yeah, we should definitely have the online storybook version where we can put in little chimes to let them know when to click to the next link and the next page. Oh. <laughs> I think um, that's a little much for our readers. Oh, I don't, you guys get... Oh, my God. I don't know that there's anything that can be said about that. I mean, just... Well, which one? Which one? Because I think... That's I, the first place I, people I would go. go with the... Uh, I, I would... Definitely go with the schoolgirl. The schoolgirl, yeah. It's kind of like Although, that, that, admittedly, the base version that's got a, a kind of uh, appeal to it. Sorry. If so you can ignore a lesbian appeal. Yes, I, I will admit. If you had like you, you know, you get like someone like Sarah Palin, and you get some <laughs> younger blonde chick, you know, the the really cute type. They like make the best. No. Like, you could pair the Sarah Palin no, doll with no, the Ann Coulter. No, no, no. And you could make... You're missing my point. Oh. If you had... Think about like it. That get that about... image in your head, though. Ah! Ann Coulter, Sarah Palin dolls, stop action porn. Right there. Dot com. 
Robot chicken, Robot do this. chicken, chicken now. you must do this. But as I was saying, you know, she's half of the hottest lesbian couple ever. Except she's not lesbian. Well, I don't know. She's Clearly. lying about everything else that she said ever on in front of the public, so you don't know that. So, is her kid totally really not pregnant, or is pregnant, or... or oh, let's not even go into Let's not even... That's... That's actually, like, shit I don't want to That's majorly wacky. Um, if she has a Pikachu, if she gives birth to a Pikachu, we'll talk about it. Okay, cool. Then it's relevant. All right. Oh, holy hell. Uh, that's... <laughs> um... Isn't, oh, that oh. In def- isn't that in defiance of God's will? Um, well, notice yeah. that... Uh, explain it if they can mate together and produce a child, then it's God's will. <laughs> if, uh, I don't I, think that applies to teenagers, because, believe me, teenagers are the product of the other guy. <laughs> we haven't done enough I EA hate. I don't think we've done enough EA hate. And really? I've got I've got some more I EA think, hate. Don't get John. I think Jones. we just called Please. it a sweatshop and a plantation. There is not much more we can say about. Oh EA. yes, there is. Is, is. is the Colonel still young? Front porch. Any, everybody familiar? EA's John's not done team. yet. <laughs> everybody familiar with Dead Space? Know what Dead Space is? Yeah. Upcoming EA game out in October. Um, looks really cool. I'm actually really intrigued to play this game. Um, it's kind of first person shooter, kind of horror game has a dismemberment mechanic. Like, strategic dismemberment is a mechanic of the game. Like, you, you hack off, um, you Your know, arm a, a long arm of the monster, and it crawls across the ground to come get you. Time um, Crisis. And it, it, or, what was it? Time, no, it wasn't Time Crisis. It was Time Killers. Had had a similar mechanic back in the early 90s where you could cut off somebody's arm well, apparently, and beat them to death with it. No, no. It just, EA uh, was no, running some stuff and they it? ran no. some PR and flack on the game oh. complaining about getting the game banned. Okay? So apparently the game was banned in um, like Australia, uh, China, and Germany. Right? Yeah, but, but somebody China bans everything. Well, wait. Somebody sniffed out and wait, wait. All three of these banned the same day? And then so some actual reporters went and started asking Australia, Germany, and China, you know, what'd you ban, what'd you ban on? And they were like, what? We haven't... And Germany even came back and said, it's not legal in Germany to ban something that has not shipped. So they will have to ship the game before we could decide to ban it. Um, Australia may be probably going to ban it because they ban everything. China, they don't even release the console games in China. Because China is so huge with the piracy, they don't bother releasing consoles over there. So apparently, EA made up the bannings to run as a press release. Did did EA was this actually a press release from EA, or was this just some uh, rumor that EA got floated PR around? Guys running around at the conferences, and they all at the same time like had talking points. Because several places at once reported it, they wanted it leaked because apparently EA wanted it to get out. This horror game is so horrific. Banned in three countries. Well, not only that, but people are talking about it. We're talking about it. We're I talking about it. You know what that reminds me of? Have you guys ever seen those uh, those old Faces of Death movie movies? You know, oh, like, yeah. Oh, yeah, those were awesome. Yeah, yeah, movies of you know, suicides and everything I, else. I, I know the, the, big, the big movies. thing is like, Banned in 15 states, da-da-da-da. You can't watch this! Yeah, yet, it's in ev- it was in every, every Podunk video store you could name. Yes, every Blockbuster had it, and Blockbuster doesn't carry porn. It carries <laughs> well, nothing that close. I, I, honestly, it, it, well, Faces of Death probably isn't any worse than the Saw movies, which is really nothing more than torture porn for the teenage gorehound market, you know? I actually love the Saw movies, just a... I'm sorry for you. It was excellent. I thought the first one was okay, but it never got me to watch the next two or three or whatever came The out. first one was good. Second one, not so much. The third one, there, it was like, oh crap, we actually got to put some thought in this one or we're going to tank. So the third one was pretty freaking good. It was more mystery than anything, so it was kind of neat. So what, what's up with Saw 4 now? It was, there is going to be one. Yeah, I think there are. Is it already? already? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think we're waiting on Saw Five. Yeah. Saw Five. I'm not waiting. Saw. F- uh, uh, 
I, I've never seen that, but I remember uh, reading this uh, review of that of online, and it was it. Uh, it was terrible. Left in the hood with the snake. Now, it's a little tidbit. Um, <laughs> one of Jennifer Aniston's Zod first movies was the first Leprechaun movie. The first Leprechaun. Good movie? for her. She rose yes. above it. Good for so her. One of her really? very first movies was the first Leprechaun. I watched the other day. I saw the first Jennifer Leprechaun. Anderson. Holy crap! That's um, Jennifer Aniston. So what, what? What's what's her character? Is she the the sex one that gets yeah. killed early? Yeah, she's the main chick. Uh, sex one. Oh. With, you know, she even had the old nose and everything. Crazy. Oh wow. So I mean, yeah. That's what, and by sex one, I mean the one in the horror movie that goes off has sex and then dies. Boy. Yeah, she was the lead character with the love interest. I don't even know if it got to sex. I can't recall now. But I mean, but she dies. There was like these semi-nude sort of things. That's what we should do. We should have a night and watch like the first in the series of all of the horror movies and see who was in that because like Johnny Depp's first movie was the first Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, and he wasn't weird at all. He was the straight lace sweater vest wearing college kid. I I I I would not call anyone who wears a sweater vest normal. <laughs> I'm sorry, but but he was not a Johnny Depp character. Was the point of that? He was a very well, non. That, that just means that he wasn't ambiguously sexual. <laughs> I, I I guess you have some Johnny Depp comments that we could get to. Well, yeah. not really. I just you were not just right. me right the fuck out. Have that uh, that slander lawsuit piled on you before I have mine. Oh holy hell! The, the, I think you may have missed that in the last. I, I think. Down. I, I I I'm sure that we will have a race to the first slander suit. So we're we're coming up. So on let's a, start spreading rumors about celebrities now, since we're coming on the end. I've been, I've been doing. We're it coming up in an hour here. Now. I actually have one more EA story, but we can feel sorry for them on this one. So Aww. the did, did uh, the movie studios, because of the writers' strike, they're not liking the way their quarters looked. So they they're done with the sixth Harry Potter film. They're done with it. it. It could go out any time. They don't need to do anything. This isn't reshoot. This is nothing. And they've pushed it off to next year. Okay? They've decided next fiscal year, because we want to make the, the fiscal, and we don't have as many blockbusters as we thought we were going to have because the writer's strike. EA had to issue a statement correction, because they're a public company, because now their projections for the quarters are off, because they're going to release a Harry Potter game. They adjusted their statements by a hundred and twenty million. That's how much they expected, you know, forecast for a Harry Potter game, which we all know is crap. Right? Yeah, a tie-in like movie that. Movie games. Well, movie games. Movie is games. Crap. Number one rule. But a hundred and twenty million. A lot of people are going to buy out that crap. Yeah. Just because of the name. No. There's stocks. A lot of stupid kids. There's a lot of stupid kids out there. Just to throw this out here, I actually had a blast with the Harry Potter demo. Because I was freaking beating Ron and Hermione up by levitating benches into the back of their heads. It was nice. awesome. At least 30 minutes worth of entertainment. Right you just there. like it because you've been wanting to see a threesome with them. You know, I have not read a book. I have not seen a movie. Uh, they're actually... It's a good book series. It, I, it, I have to say... It is a really good series. I've only read up through the fifth one. You have to get Order past the, the first the fifth, two. Right? The first, I have to get well, past actually, the fact that, I'm reading a child's book. And well, I'm so 32 years it. old. It's not like it the first out two as kind of Chronicles of Narnia level, and then it gradually gets more and more epic. Now, uh, and actually, the one you have to get past is the second one. The second one is the weakest in the series. Yeah, but they actually get really dark. I mean, the, the books steadily get darker. Dumbledore as you go. dies on page five thirty-five. <laughs> <laughs> uh, T-shirt that said that when that book came out and. I'm sure somebody got bludgeoned to death with a copy of the book. I think, somebody, I think somebody needed to be bludgeoned to death. Oh, I heard. I heard he means a, you. I heard on a podcast earlier. Um, oh hell, that, I've done worse things than that. It's true. I, I heard on a podcast earlier that the day um, I forget what the forum was. I don't, I don't even know what they said. The day that Bioshock released, somebody had a forum. The thread title was. <laughs> You're born in... What was the name of the city? Rapture. Rapture. You were born in Rapture. Altus is your father. You fight him at the end. Title of the thread. And of course it went to the first head post. So as soon as you hit the homepage of this game site, like that's what everybody said. The day of release of Bioshock. So uh, I'm the only one who's finished that. Oh, you guys haven't finished that? No. Well, guess what? You were born in Rapture. 
Atlas is your father, <laughs> and you fight him at the end. Now who's getting bludgeoned to death? <laughs> Seriously, dude, what the fuck? That game has been out for, like, years. Dude, I have, like, a game stack so freaking high. It, it's, it's... You can't even keep up. Like my Final Fantasy I'm still working on Blue Dragon. I am, too. I haven't picked it up. D- did you no. not hear what I said about that? You will be working on Blue Dragon this time next year. <laughs> the it's a good three discs of text. It's Akira Toriyama. You cannot beat this guy. It's awesome. Actually, you can beat him, you just have to cross your arms while he's action. That's true. You need to drink some mana first, and then you will have the energy. Oh, holy hell, we it's don't gonna, need it's to drink take more about mana. four, five, thirty-minute sessions to... Uh, Kind of get the power built. Yeah, speaking of my uh, special charge attack, me off. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't take five episodes for that. Let me tell you. But uh, uh, I think, and I think you're taking a different kind of mana potion, air quotes, oh. uh, for that. Mana so potion. Next podcast. Allegedly. Next podcast, we are going to spoil the hell out of Bray. Maybe, Maybe if we finish it. No, I don't care. If you guys I'm haven't finished like it, it, you either put cotton in your ears or... Which is like level three. So you've got either like work, or I told Dylan, like work together or something, guys. It should not be taking you guys a week to get through Braid. Well, I've played it for like an much. hour. Yeah, know? that's my biggest problem is like I've had two hours on it so far. It's a freaking awesome game, though. Quit playing fucking Spore and play like an hour or two of Braid. We're sorry. We I'm failed so, I'm you. I'm sorry. The uh, the hour that I would be playing Braid, I could have like 500 levels in disguise. Yeah. Well, watch Dylan play Braid. That's what I was like. If you don't I, want to play I, Braid, I have a brain hemorrhage watching Dylan play Braid. It's like, <laughs> damn it, stop it. So try, try something else. Speaking of which, I was don't game. get into that because that's the next podcast. We want to save all that. I was playing Braid last. I gotta let this go. But I gotta say, I was playing Braid last night. And, you know, it has the rewind feature, and it plays the sound effects in reverse. So I was jumping on one of those freaking rabbits that do the little noise when you hit them. And Crystal had to listen for like 45 minutes of... Wait, were you doing it because you were trying to solve the puzzle, or doing it because you were just fucking frustrated with the puzzle, and that was amusing to you at this point? Yes. <laughs> yeah, because that's where I've been, like... Pew, 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 pew. She's like, one and, then, and then like... And you you know, and it's like, that's entertainment for 45 minutes right there. So, Braid is a game you can play yourself, but if anyone else in the room is watching it with you, they will kill you. And then they'll start playing the game and start the cycle. It is hard to watch. Unless you're me. Because I am such a sadistic asshole, I can die laughing watching you play Braid, knowing I beat it, knowing the solution to the puzzle, knowing how close you are, but so fucking far away from the answer. <laughs> you know? Oh, I, that's how that's how Braid started. I played the demo and beat World One, but when I you know when I got all the puzzle pieces to World One, uh, and I don't want to spoil that on this podcast, but in solving that first one, they're not World One, it's World Two actually. Um, I immediately went and grabbed Sicily and like you got to play this, yeah, so this, I can watch you play this and then he laughed and cracked the me fuck up. That is bullcrap. I'm gonna say that for the, for the podcast when we actually talk about. That's bullcrap. That that that's not that's not being clever. That's not solving a puzzle. That's just making you guess. That's all it's doing. <laughs> that's bullcrap. Oh, so um, that is going to lead into the frustrations of the next podcast, and um, I think that's it. That's a wrap. We're going to change all Woo! You know, stuff written in Goblin, and then there's Murloc mixed in there. <laughs> so, you know. Oh, it's actually written out like that. <laughs> I swear, trying, At least it's not trying to help her with her lesson plans, that's what I hear in my head. I hear the Murlocs. <laughs>